0: Job chapter one, verse eight. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There was no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil.
1: The book of Job. And when I, I mean, obviously it's a wisdom book. It's one of the oldest books in the Bible. Um, and then you have this scene taking place in heaven. <laughs> uh and then you have everything that happens in it. Uh, the, the Everything but death happens to uh, Job at the very beginning. He loses everything. He loses his family, his wealth. And most importantly, he has three friends who make his life even more miserable. <laughs> because they have all of the answers. Yeah. But one of the things that, that without going to what I said in the book, uh, one of the things that I... I really felt was a key word in understanding all of this from beginning to end was integrity Mm. job no matter what no matter what happens to him no matter what is said to him he never abandons god he never betrays him he doesn't understand exactly why all of this is happening at all but he doesn't turn on god even his wife says says to turn on God and then die. Yep. It's an amazing book. And it really is. Probably helps anybody that has found themselves in very difficult situations. And where is God in all this? You know, I find it interesting. It, it, it's when God
0: describes Job, you know, there's no one like him on earth. He says here, he's blameless and upright a man who fears God and shuns evil, you know, we often teach that there is no one in the scriptures who is sinless other than Christ. Uh, Yet Job is presented and Noah, although we see, you know, both of them, especially Noah, really fall into sin. But what I find interesting about this from a um, pastoral standpoint is, you know, here's this tale in the book of Job. Like what would happen if there was a totally righteous person who experienced all kinds of hardship. You know, what would happen? Let's find out. Let's find out what his friends would say. Let's find out how he would react to that. Let's find out what kind of prayers he would pray. If there was someone so good, yet these bad things happen to him. And the reason I say that that's interesting to me pastorally is how many times do I hear people nowadays cite Job when anything uncomfortable happens to them? You know, pastor, I'm going through a Jobian season. I feel like Job, I'm losing my job or I'm losing this or I'm losing that. And I'm not, I'm not judging those people who say that at all, but I just find it interesting that we like to think of ourselves, don't we? We like to think of ourselves like Job, who was just this innocent, righteous person walking around until all these bad things started happening to me. Um, I'm just noticing that. And I notice it in my own life too, Mm -hmm. You know, we take very little responsibility for when bad things happen. You know, we think, oh, I'm just like Job. Uh, and we can learn a lot from Job. But what I often try to do in my own life, too, is say, OK, have I brought any of this on myself? And if so, might I need to apologize or confess or repent? And there I find a little bit um, easier path back to redemption and resolution and peace.
1: One other aspect of this that I think uh, deserves comment is uh, it starts as the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant, Job?" Um, Satan takes that as a challenge, right? right? And Satan then and, and is kind of responsible for all of the havoc that occurs. Mm. In a funny kind of way, this echoes to me. And this is while you were speaking, I was thinking of this. Uh, this echoes. Satan doesn't really change his stripes, does he? Because when Christ is tempted in the wilderness after forty days, it's exactly what he's doing. He's asking, he's implore, he's uh, trying to conjole Jesus into a turning on God. Right. Because if he obeys Satan in 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 what Satan is asking him to do, then he has betrayed God. And he does it three different times in three different ways. Yeah. But this is actually what Satan wants Job to do. Betray God. Listen to your wife. Listen to your friends. They're all saying singing from the same songbook. Abandon God. He has abandoned you. It's time to give him up. Right. It's, uh, but, but neither Christ nor Job do that, do they?
0: No, and it's one reason I recommend people read and reread the screw tape letters so mm. we get to know some of those schemes of the devil to get us to lose faith or deny, deny God who provides for all our needs.